0: His nuts would look like a fleshy bag of frozen blueberries in aisle six. <laughs> his little raisin nuts, little raisin nets. Suck the nuts inside himself. he up in his belly button. Cutler sucks until he goes to their team, I guess. And then it, it changes. Dude plays quarterback like an incompetent asshole. And speaking of, the expression on Cutler's face looks like that of an asshole. It looks like that of a man whose stepdad used his asshole as an ashtray growing up. Smoking two packs a day. Just putting out lit cigarettes right up dude's asshole. And he never wanted to talk about it. He's harboring all those feelings, all that shit inside of him. And then the J color face. That's what happens when that shit happens. The whole lip pucker up he does. The pucker is what he wishes his asshole looked like these days. Instead of his asshole having the same consistency as DeAndre Hopkins' ashy penis. When that shit was floating around back his rookie year. Looked like some charred sticks. Gross, man.
1: Welcome to... The Flex. Now broadcasting from the Fantasy Sports Studios. Here are your hosts of the flagship podcast, Chris Jakes and Jeff Kelly. On their feet here at the TD Garden. Alley up. And Horford got fouled as he goes crashing to the parquet floor. Oh, and smart going at J.R. Smith. There's a. Anti-obscene Jr. I like when you say that you you soften it so much, Mike. I I want to keep my job. No, no, I I understand that.
0: I think they're saying forget you, Jr. Right?
1: That's very close, Mark. You're listening to the Flex with fantasy football award-winning anchor Chris Jakes. and Titz McGee.
0: Ah, Marcus Martz up in Jr.'s Grill. What a comeback, man. I watched the game start to finish last night. And, man, after that first quarter, I thought this game was over. I thought no way in hell Celtics was coming back in on this one. But but Marcus Smart, man, that fourth quarter when that whole thing happened, when J.R. Smith pushes out Horford mid midair, Marcus Smart in J.R.'s face. It was just a straight pants-off, lotion-out moment for me, man. I was just ready to spank God. that shit. That shit was – oh, man, I, I love Marcus Smart, man. I love that dude. <laughs> <laughs> that dude was ready to throw down. Way to look out.
2: Well, boy Jimmy Butler say a couple years ago he ain't about that life.
0: Yeah. Okay. I don't
2: Marcus think Smart, Marcus for...
0: Smart about that life. Uh, he's not about that life, man. I there think he's about here. that life. He's
2: finna- I don't think he'd take JR.
0: Oh, I think he could. No, he's JR, man. JR, JR's JR from the hood. They should do that, though. You remember back in the day they had that celebrity boxing or fights, whatever the hell it was, back like a short run, like 2000, 2001, somewhere around there? Talking about like the cartoon type thing on nah. TV? No. No, no, no! They Sorry actually had uh, <laughs> no. They actually had like actual like uh, you know D list celebrities, man, that were popular once upon a time. Get in the ring and box. Tanya Harding was one that got in there and did some of that. Really, dude, Screech from Saved by the Bell. That dude's got like a third degree <laughs> black belt. That dude can fight, man. He could believe it or not. A dorky mf could throw down. Oh man, yeah. With that said, welcome to the Flex Fantasy Football Podcast. Chris Jakes, Tits McGee a.k.a. Big Shady, a.k.a. B-Rab, a.k.a. Jeff Kelly, still up in the Big D in Detroit, Michigan. But for all we know, Duke could be out in the Caribbean somewhere just taking the vacation. So as always, pleased to be joined by Big Worm. Worm, how you doing? Doing well. How you doing? No complaints. Excited. Celtics on the way. Mock draft season in full swing. I'm feeling good. Please subscribe to the show and leave us a review. And when you leave a review, take a screenshot and send it to theflex at fantasysportsstudios.com to be qualified for our Fantasy Sports Studios quarterly prize pack, which ends June 6th. And this prize pack includes a 2018 Ezekiel Elliott Dallas Cowboys home jersey. So we got an update on that thing we had uh, running out here for a while. Oh, the, the vote, right? Yeah. We got a vote and let me pull it up here. Update. We got a quick update before we get into the show today on a question that was submitted by Stacy and Plantation Florida a couple weeks back. And the question was, should I make the trade? I have the number one pick in my PPR Dynasty League. I have Ezekiel Elliott, DeMarco Murray as my starting running backs. Someone offered me the sixth overall pick, the 14th overall pick, and Devontae Freeman, should I take it? And after two weeks of having this question up, you guys have submitted responses here. And we have a final tally of 27 to 16 in favor of not trading myself. Keep the picks. Draft Barkley. Build that foundation. Just one piece of news to hit on here real quick. The Supreme Court has ruled in favor of legalizing sports gambling in the United States. Worm, what are your thoughts on legalizing gambling in the U.S.? I think it's going to be fun. Hell yeah, it's going to be fun. Everybody's doing it anyway. Yeah, people do it anyways. And there's now it's you not know, to worry about getting in trouble. Yeah, now I don't have to wait six weeks to get my check when I win from Argentina, or wherever the hell my sports book is at the time. I got a couple of them open. So I'm definitely glad for it, man. I know it's going to take probably until 2019 before it comes here in Florida, but for some states like Delaware and New Jersey and a few others, it's going to happen pretty damn quickly. I'll tell you, I think it's a big win for the betting man. I think it's a big win for the sports teams, the sports organizations themselves, as well as the national economy. It's a win, 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 except for the ones that uh, dump their salary into sports books and then get hit with that bad beat, like one of AP's kids on a Tuesday. But I think it's great. One thing I'm worried about is, like, real cheating. That would be happening already if it was, because you can still yeah, place bets, either in true. Vegas or off. But now
2: this- fully legal or
0: some, you know up to the states I feel like it. I, the only negative that I can see is that there's probably going to be a lot more homeless people on the streets in these days because you know some people are going to be crazy with it and just start gambling all their stuff away and they're going to be living on the park bench somewhere down the street in Riviera or something you know what
2: I mean <laughs> yeah Riviera
0: <laughs> yeah the Riviera Beach Horrible. the number one destination for America's Most Wanted when they used to run their program back in the day every time you look man in Riviera Beach you know you just see like people breaking in jewelry stores and all kinds of crazy crap, man. It must have been pretty wild back then. I don't think Riviera is as wild as it used to be. still pretty crazy. Yeah. It is. Alright, so Sean Payton not ruling out a reunion with former, briefly former Saints running back, Adrian Peterson. But I gotta say, Adrian Peterson, though, he's probably ruling them out, man, because it did not end well <laughs> last season in New Orleans. He doesn't want a temporary fix either, Adrian Peterson. He wants, he wants a job. You think he's going to return to New Orleans? No. Even if he doesn't get any other offers on the table, you think he'd rather stay a free agent than go back to the Saints? I think he'd rather be a free agent. I agree. I think Sean Payton's talking shit.
2: I don't yeah. think Sean even wants him back. No, he's I think playing he's the just PC game. Still, like rubbing it in his face. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I agree.
0: On tap today, we've got the first post-NFL draft 2018 The Flex Fantasy Football Live mock draft. We're going to be releasing the updated rankings next week all throughout next week. We're going to have that on tap today, but and because there were so many good questions and a lot of them were pertaining to fantasy positions, even kicker, we even got a damn kicker email. But questions were awesome. We're going to incorporate those mailbag questions into the ranking shows coming out next week because you guys are effing awesome and we love to engage with y'all. For those who have yet to submit mailbag questions for the week's whether they be fantasy-related, non-fantasy-related. Send all of your mailbag questions to theflex at fantasysportstudios.com, and we will be sure to answer them on air. Not much going on around the league this week, so let's go ahead and jump into this live fantasy football mock draft. Like Jeff jumping in on rap battles.
1: Up in the big deep. Detroit. The Flex 2018 Mock Draft. All right,
0: let me lay down some ground rules on this live mock draft we're about to partake in here. It's going to be a 12-team, full-point PPR draft. One of us will pick in the top three, and one of us will pick in the bottom three to present you all with two different angles of how we're feeling this one out here. Wern, which pick do you want? I'm taking 11. All right, I'll I'll take pick three. All right, here we go. And while we're waiting for the draft to begin, if you were picking at the 101, who are you taking first overall? I would take Todd Gurley. You take Todd Gurley? Yeah. How about you? Can't fault you there, man. I would go. I think I'd have to go Gurley right there as well. And speaking of, he just went. Pick number one, Todd Gurley. Number two, where are you going right here, Warren? No, if you have pick two right now. Pick two, I'm taking David Johnson. I would go Ezekiel Elliott right here. And the pick is Alvin Kamara. Now you got my pick, and I'm going to go ahead and take my boy Zeke. And there we go. And Moving on to pick number four. Still got Le'Veon Bell, David Johnson, your boy. Got Antonio Brown on the board, Kareem Hunt. And there goes Le'Veon Bell. Followed by David Johnson. You think David Johnson is going to bounce back this year? Definitely. Even though he had eleven carries, twenty six yards, in his only twenty seventeen appearance, he looked pretty bad.
2: The only eleven, ca- I mean. Yeah, I know it's a small sample. A sample? What are you just... <laughs> it's like going to the to the the on the bakery, like and get a cookie.
0: <laughs> yeah, but David Johnson's cookie in twenty seventeen was covered in shit, man. Because okay, that, the year before that, let's go off that. Yeah, that was a long time ago. That's like saying, let's look at Andrew Luck. Let's go off the year before that. Okay. Then why are you so high on Andrew Luck? Because I'm going off the year before that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Point, point <laughs> will take. I got you. All right. David Johnson off the board. You got Antonio Brown off the board. Kareem Hunt off the board after him. Now we're coming up to pick number eight. Where would you go right here? You got Melvin Gordon on the board. DeAndre Hopkins, Fournette, Odell Beckham, Julio. Where would you go right here, number eight? Um, probably, probably Gordon. And there it is. Melvin Gordon. Yep. Pick nine. You got DeAndre Hopkins who just went. Now we're up to pick 10. Leonard Fournette off the board. Where would Leonard Fournette go for you? Or how do you think Leonard Fournette's going to do in 2018? you think he's going to? He's going to ball out. Think he's going to ball out.
2: Yeah. Yeah. He's going to have an even better year. They got the offensive line's a little bit better.
0: And Tom mm-hmm. Puffs, he wants to run the ball. They damn sure ran the ball last year too, though. They damn sure did. Yeah, I'm, you're not worried about any injury concerns with him, though. He seemed to be kind of sensitive when it came to his oh, that foot or ankle, whatever. That and then there was also something with the weather, wasn't it? Like, uh, wasn't there one game where there was like some weather issue that he was just like, man, I don't know if I can run in this or something like that. I into that. Yeah, I'll have to go back and check on yeah, that. Dude, one. Look it up. I believe you. All right, so yeah, November sixteenth, twenty seventeen, Leonard Fournette came out and said. He's more worried about playing in cold weather than he is about his ankle injury last year. Stupid bitch. He was saying he does not like to play in cold weather. Good thing for him he plays in Jacksonville where it's not too cold. But it, gets, it gets chiller than you think it would up there. Oh, it does. It definitely does. It's not like South Florida, that's for sure. Yeah, in, do you think uh, you think he's November, from December.
2: He's from Louisiana. where it's just as muggy down here as there. he
0: well, wouldn't be used to playing in the cold. I'll tell you, if Denver Broncos get a home game and they're playing Jacksonville... Interesting to see how Leonard Fournette reacts to that one. Playing in Denver right. in, a, in a winter? You got that thin air up there a mile high. <laughs> you got some snow on the ground, hopefully. Or oh, how about Buffalo when they had that blizzard, man? That, oh, my gosh. His nuts would look like a fleshy bag of frozen blueberries in aisle six. His little raisin nuts, little raisin nets, all shriveled like an 85-year-old man with a hole in his drawers, feeling that cool breeze on a cool day. I knew you were going soft. Then it's going to be cold tonight, asshole. Like the dead witch legs crushed under Dorothy's house in The Wizard of Oz. Just all shriveled up, disappearing. Suck them suck them nuts inside himself. Be up in his belly button. I don't know. I, I like Leonard Fournette. I think he's in for some big things. Yeah, I'm good with him right there. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Who'd you go with, Worm? I'm going with uh, OBJ. Where's OBJ ranked among wide receivers for you? For me, he is in number four. Number four. Okay. Julio Jones off the board. You got Saquon Barkley off the board. And... Back to me. Round two, pick one. Back to you, Worm. My boy, Devontae Adams. I got high hopes for him this year. Yep, there he goes. Devontae Adams off the board. Rob Gronkowski off the board. Round two, pick three. I wouldn't take him right back. That's early. That's early, early. Oh, way too damn early. Late round three or in round four, I'm good with taking Gronk. If I land an elite running back in round one. And, uh elite wide receiver in round two. I prefer, at this point, to take Gronk in round four. That's ideal because then I can lock up at least one elite running back or wide receiver in round one and then come on the way back in round two with the best available player between running back and wide receiver and then do the same again following that path for round three, taking the best available running back or wide receiver. Then, and only then, would I actually feel comfortable Taking the spawn of Ivan Drago and Rocky Four, the Gronk. Dalvin Cook was after him, followed by LaShawn McCoy. LaShawn McCoy, you think he's gonna draw he's a dry, he's thirty years old, and that's about thirty year old running backs. He's got some mileage on him. He's got the lingering hamstring issue, it seems for like three of the last five years. His whole career are you talking about? Yeah, he's always <laughs> had some. And he got two unexperienced quarterbacks gonna be playing for him. I'm a little worried about LaShawn McCoy. I do have him rights. I got McCoy at eighteen. We got LaShawn McCoy at RB twelve right now, Ooh. and that's just because I think he's going to be getting a lot of touches, like Le'Veon Bell style, because they don't have much in the offense. I mean, they lost Deontay Thompson, who um, played pretty well for, the, for Buffalo last year. Kelvin Benjamin, he'll have a full offseason to get acclimated to Buffalo's system. I thought know, man, he still has a new quarterback. I think they're McCoy. That's why I have him ranked so high at number twelve. As being thirty years old, <laughs> yeah, he is getting old. That's for sure. After McCoy, we got Michael Thomas off the board, followed by Devontae Freeman. Keenan Allen. And then Mike Evans just went. So Keenan Allen, Mike Evans towards the back end of round two. Is that a steal right there? I think both of those are steals. Yeah, I agree. And I'm going to take I'm going to take Jordan Howard right now. My here. boy. It's my boy. Yeah, I like Jordan Howard a lot this year, I think, with Matt Nagy as a new head coach up there in Chicago. I think he's gonna definitely get Jordan Howard involved in not only the running game. I think he's also gonna turn Jordan Howard into a pretty decent pass catcher. And he's, I think Tariq Cohen could also do pretty well.
2: Yeah, but he can catch the ball that is then have him in those packages. Yeah. They had for Cohen sure.
0: in the last year. And Howard's flash of times, and now you got Mr. Bisky who's got has got a full season under his belt now. I think he's gonna take a step forward. I think the whole Chicago Bears as a whole take a step forward. Yeah. And I think Jordan Howard's gonna be a top I think he's gonna be a top ten running back. I think he's gonna to be top ten. He has 10. actually has the best schedule yeah. for a running back. Yeah, he does. Chris McCaffrey just went, followed by A.J. Green. Derrick Henry, top pick of round three. Too early? Too early. I agree. Don't tell Jeff. Oh. (laughs) Uh, No, do not tell Jeff. (laughs) That ain't too early. That's too late. (laughs) RB2. (laughs) Jeff would go all Marcus Smart v. J.R. Smith, defending his boy Henry to the death, but he ain't about that thug life. You know, Jeff kind of reminds me of uh, that dude from Pineapple Express. The one that was uh, baking the cake for his dead cat's birthday. The dude that, like, shaped his armpits to become more aerodynamic when he fights. Here, let me show you. See this? You see that? There's no hair under here, bro. What's the significance of that? It makes me aerodynamic when I fight. Do you know what today is? This is my cat's birthday. I don't see a cat in here. I'm sorry. Because he died three months ago, Okay. Today is his birthday, and it is a tradition that on his birthday, I get up extra early and make him his favorite kind of uh, dessert. Is your lip okay, man? It's cold sore. It's cold like
1: a sore. simple kind of. Does that mean fucking herpes? Yeah. 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 Yes, it does. Wow, fucking sick, man. You know how many joints we've shared? I know. I'm a disgusting person. Oh, fuck
0: life. Jared McKinnon off the board. We're right after Derrick Henry. I think that's too early, too. what do you, what you say about that? I him. think it's too early, but I got. I, I like. To, I like him. He's in my top 10. Yeah, I like McKinnon. I do have him low. I have him as a mid-level RB2. And my pick, I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to take Adam Thielen right here. I think Adam Thielen is going to have a monster year in 2018. Had a damn good year in 2017. Now it's like Kirk Cousins throwing the ball. I think his production is going to go up. I agree with you. Travis Kelsey just went after me here. Mark Ingram, even though he's going to be out four games, gets picked. Round three, pick (laughs) five. What thoughts on that one? Reaching for the stars. You know, I got to say, I'm not too high on Mark Ingram. No, I wasn't high on him before the suspension. Yeah, I think he'll still get some carries and stuff, but he's going to take the back seat. This is going to be his ninth season. What? This, he was drafted in 2010 draft, man. Same oh, as uh, oh. Rob Gronkowski, Dez Bryant, and yeah. Mary Thomas. Yeah, all those guys. So, I'm a little worried about that. And Mark Ingram, he's not been good year in, year out. He's had injury history. He's had some years where he's just played like dog shit and other years where he's played pretty well. And now that he's going to miss the first four games, I think he'll be okay. I think he's going to be serviceable. I think he'll be an RB2 when he comes back. But I would not draft him before round six. No. No way. Next, we got Doug Baldwin off the board, followed by Tyreek Hill. And Aaron Rodgers, first quarterback taken, round three, pick number seven. I'm surprised. And you got Deshaun Watson after that. That's major. Yeah, that's kind of surprising for me there. I wouldn't take Watson that high, especially from off the ACL. And mm. Yeah. Alshon Jeffrey follows him, and now it's uh, up to you, Worm. Where are you going? I'm going to go Kenyon Drake. I like it. With Kenyon Drake, how do you think he's going to do this year with Frank Gore, and now they drafted Kalen Balazs over there? I'm not worried about any of those dudes. I'm not either. I think he's going to be fine. Joe Mixon off the board now. Damn it! Followed by Zach Ertz. And where where are you going here? Going to go Josh Gordon. Hmm. Josh Gordon. You're not concerned about Tyrod Taylor playing quarterback there.
2: Who was his quarterback? Can you can you think of the quarterbacks that he had before that?
0: When, uh, when, when he, he had his big year, yeah. Jason Campbell and Brian Hoyer. Okay. You, you think you think Tyrod Taylor's better than them? I think Tyrod Taylor is a better NFL quarterback than those other guys. Do I think Tyrod Taylor is good for Josh Gordon's fantasy production? No, I don't. But I also think that at some point, Baker Mayfield will take over that job. I don't think he's going to take it away. Right? I don't think he's going to take over it away. But maybe kind of like a Mike Glenn and Mitch Trubisky, maybe like week four, week five, somewhere around there. Maybe Baker Mayfield steps in. Tyrod Taylor's is getting the short end of the stick here because he is a pretty decent quarterback. Led the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, for the playoffs. First time in 19 years. Yeah, there's definitely a lot worse. And – I just think, man, it's just tough that uh, I think at some point they're going to definitely bring in Baker Mayfield. All right, Russell Wilson goes after that. Carlos Hyde off the board. T.Y. Hilton off the board, middle of round four. I like T.Y. Hilton a lot this year, man. I really like T.Y. Hilton. I liked him a lot last year too before Andrew Luck went down or before he knew that Andrew Luck was not going to play. And I'll tell you right now, I have T.Y. Hilton as my wide receiver eight for 2018 as of today, as of right now. You're crazy. We'll see. We'll see. Stephon Diggs follows him. Jay Ajayi, round four. Is that uh? That's your only for jJ I think'd be about right. Yeah, I think it's probably about right too. Yeah. Mari Cooper goes after him. I'm not crazy about Mari Cooper. I don't really like that pick at round four. I would have taken some other guys ahead of him. Yeah. Um. Alex Collins just goes off the board after him. Alex Collins. I'm not so sure that he's going to have the full feature workload there in Baltimore. I think he's going to be a little committee. I think so too. I think Kenneth Dixon, Baltimore is not finished with that dude, man. They could have cut his ass last year. Somebody likes him there. Yeah. And and the year before he looked pretty decent in in, uh, some of his games there. Yeah. The final few games, he looked good. Yeah. So I'm not ready to count out Kenneth Dixon yet either. And I'm not ready to crown Alex Collins yet either, who was released by Seattle before Baltimore picked him up. And, Alice Collins has a bit of a fumbling issue. Granted, he did kind of correct that as the season went along last year, but I'm not really gonna say that he's gonna be the feature back. So round four, he's just got too many question marks for me to go ahead and feel confident about taking him there. And uh my pick right now, and uh my almost out of time. So I'm gonna go with uh gimme give me Larry Fitzgerald right here. I think round four, end of round four, I think he's pretty solid for Larry Fitzgerald, who finished as wide receiver five in PPR last year, and the year before that as well. And this guy's kind of flying under the radar like always because he is up there in years. But when it comes to PPR production, it doesn't get too much safer than him. It doesn't. That so, late, too. You think yeah. about it. As a wide receiver, too, taking a Larry sure. that's fine with me. Allen Robinson just went after that. Then you got Demarius Thomas, who goes at the end of round four. Round four, pick twelve. And on the way back, round five, pick one, you got Juju Smith schuster off the board, followed by Tom Brady. And it's my pick, and I am. And I just got auto picked. So uh, ends up with Rashad Penny, which I'm fine with. You know, not my pick of choice necessarily. Um, Probably would have gone with Golden Tate, is a guy I would have considered right there. But you know, I'm okay with Rashad Penny there, I guess. I'm okay with Penny right there just because he's going to be the three down back. From what Pete Carroll says, now we know, just like last year, we can't really trust the MFR. No. Yeah, Pete Carroll's lying it's like he shouldn't. Always lying to people. He does. But I think Penny could be okay there. You know what? No, I, w- I still wouldn't take it. I just want to be a couple. I would rather have Sonny Michel or Darius Geist ahead of Rashad Penny. Just for the fact that Seattle's got such a horrendous offensive line. But anyways. Whatever. I was I got auto picked Rashad Penny, so I'm gonna deal with it. I'm gonna live with it here. All right, moving on. Carson Wentz goes after that, followed by Evan Ingram, who was drafted as the third tight end off the board. You go with that one, or fourth tight end? Excuse me. Yeah, that's whatever. You go with him in the fifth round. Yeah, I'm okay with it. Yeah. yeah, I'm good with it. I think it takes a slight regression just yeah. because of all the mouths there with the Giants now. Uh, I wouldn't take him around five. I probably won't end up with Evan Ingram this year because I won't take him till at least around seven. Yeah, me either. Uh, after him, Drew Brees is off the board. I think that's too high for Drew Brees because Drew Brees is not the same Drew Brees of old. This is more of a, uh, not to say he's a game manager, but this is a run heavy offense now. So Drew Brees, not feeling it for round five. And like I always say, man, wait on quarterbacks. And tight ends for that matter. I think 10 ends are pretty deep this year. Yeah. At least so, the top 10 are pretty deep. For sure. All right. After Drew Brees, you got Tevin Coleman off the board, followed by Brandon Cooks, followed by Jimmy Graham. That's That feels a little too high for me right there, too, Round five for Jimmy yeah. Graham. Jimmy Graham, I don't think should be going until at least round nine, probably, around eight maybe. Like I said, tight ends are deep. All right, after him, you got Golden Tate off the board. I think it's solid value there, followed by Hunter Henry. So you got a little run on tight ends right now. I'll pick. All right, so uh, Golden Tate off the board following Jimmy Graham. Worm, your pick, man. You're up. I might have to
2: go tight end here because all the tight ends are going. Oh, I'll be stuck with garbage. I'm going to hmm. go with Hunter Henry.
0: All right, like Hunter Henry, got the sole job now. He pretty much had most, pretty much it last year, too, and uh, definitely finished strong in the second half of 2017. All right, after that, you got Robert Woods off the board, followed by Cam Newton in round six. Worm, you're up again. I'm going to take my boy. I'm high on Royce Freeman. I like Royce Freeman. I like him better than Rashad Penny just because the offensive line, yeah, I think it's solid. But, again, I think I would uh, rather have Darius Geis or Tony Michelle over Royce Freeman, though. I think I still would have taken these other two guys. That's just my opinion. What do you, what do you like about Freeman? I think he's going to be the main guy. Oh, I think he will definitely. Be. I don't think he's going to have any competition. Like, kind of like Geis and Sonny Michelle. That's true. As of now, I think you're right. I think, as of now, he's definitely a safe pick. We'll see if Denver brings anybody else in the offseason or how that all plays out. After him, you got Jarvis Landry, followed by Devin Funchess. And then we got your boy. Got to take him, man. The value's just too good. Lamar Miller. Mm, mm. Waste of a pick, right? So there. you tell me last year you went picking round five, he was there. No. Okay, sure. That's just one guy that just... No, no. You know like some NFL draft teams? Then, some uh, teams NFL draft just take guys off the board. No, the no, year that before, before that, would you take board. them? year before that? <laughs> Round two? The year before last year? I did take them. Okay. I got burned like a son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, Lamar Miller is forever off my draft board. Forever. All right. After him, you got Jimmy Garoppolo going. I think way too high in the middle of round six. Way too high. Absolutely. Then you got Deion Lewis. After him, Deion Lewis is RB12 last year. Finishes RB12 in 2017, and he didn't really start getting the ball until after week six. So that's pretty damn impressive. How do you think he's going to pan out with Tennessee though? The new offense, new team. it would be okay, but I would. I think it'd be maybe a fill-in some weeks.
2: Like I, think be, fill-in. A, yeah, I think
0: it's a fill-in. Yeah, I think he to be. I think it'll be an okay flex. Yeah. Because I'm not really crazy about some of uh, Tennessee's wide receivers. Rashard Matthews is still pretty solid, as as solid as they come, I suppose, for a possession guy. Uh, Corey Davis has been disappointing so far. I mean, granted, he was dealing with injury last year. He did look good in the playoff game against the Patriots. Kind of want to see how Corey Davis is going to play out. But you know who really – I think it's really dependent on Marcus Mariota because, man, what a step back he took last year. He looks like a bust right now. Although he did get the team in the playoffs, so yeah. a fantasy bust. No, I guess not an NFL bust necessarily. After Deion Lewis, you got Rex Burkhead, followed by Marvin Jones Jr. And I'll go right here, man. I'll take the guy that I probably would have taken over a shot Penny. And that's Darius Geis. I'll take him right here, end of round six. Do you think there's any chance that Darius Geis does not start in Washington this year? Maybe a slim chance. Hey. I,
2: I think Geis will probably start.
0: I mean, he might not start in week one. I'm gonna say slim to none that he does not start right away. I don't. I don't see Samaj P. Ryan or or Rob Kelly taking carries there. I mean Chris Thompson. I think is only what's gonna hurt his fantasy value in that Washington backfield just because of the third down, you know, taking away third downs from him. Yeah. All right, Greg Olson follows him, and last pick of round six. Round six, pick twelve. You got Sony Michelle off the board, and dude's coming back. Round seven, pick one, taking. Oh my god! Some people just do not learn, man. This dude took Isaiah Crowell. Eh. Round seven. <laughs> pick one. Oh. oh yeah. man. Poor guy. I'm not even sure if Crowell's gonna be the f- the feature back in with the Jets. They got Thomas Rawls over there now. So they got Blah Powell, they got Elijah McGuire. Oh man, that's This is too bad that Cleveland should have got rid of Crowell years ago and
2: had Dee like Johnson there for a couple of years would have been nice. Yeah. And the yeah. main
3: guy.
0: Right. <laughs> Yeah, I think round seven for Crowell. That's just insane. I wouldn't draft anybody oh, out of the Jets backfield. No, I mean, Blau Powell, maybe late PPR draft, so that, that's, that's about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael Crabtree goes after him, and it's back to me. Uh, I'm going to go receiver here, man. I've already got him feeling Larry Fitzgerald. I'm going to go ahead and take Julian Edelman right here. Round seven, pick three. And more than Mac goes after that, followed by Kirk Cousins. Chris Thompson off the board, middle of round seven. And then Kyle Rudolph. I know somebody you're targeting, right? Yeah, I like Kyle Rudolph a lot. Yeah. Yeah, Kyle Rudolph should, be, should have a pretty solid year this year as long as he stays healthy.
2: If you get him, him round seven,
0: that's a still. Yeah. Yeah, I think it could be, man. I think it could be. All right, round eight. Well, yeah, because Kyle Rudolph, I mean, now that you has got Kirk Cousins there. Kirk Cousins, when he was with the Redskins, he turned all the tight ends there into, into fantasy stars, man. Yeah. Whether it be Vernon Davis, Jordan Reed, obviously. Even uh Niles Paul, man, was getting some love. He did. And, I remember yeah. that. Yeah. So uh definitely like Rudolph this year with Kirk Cousins at the quarterback position. So after Rudolph goes, you got Pierre Garcon going in going round seven, pick was it eight? Two. Uh twelve, eleven, ten, nine, eight. Yeah, pick eight. Round seven, pick eight, Pierre Garcon. Then you got Calvin Ridley after him. Then you got Ronald Jones from Tampa. Goes after Calvin Ridley, and Worm, you're on the clock, man. Let me look here. And you just got auto-picked. Oh, my God. I was trying to get Chris Hogan. And you gave me You ended up with quarterback Jared Goff, oh round seven, end round seven. How are you feeling about your quarterback, uh, Jeff uh, J- Worm? <laughs> Mistakes were made. I think you're a little high on Jared Goff. To pick him in round seven. <laughs> uh, um, all right. After uh, Worm, Auto picks Jared Goff. You got Chris Hogan, who you were going to initially target. Yep. He goes right after you, and and then we start to get the dumbasses. The defense. Uh, over here. Jacksonville <laughs> defense first pick round eight, followed by which you know Worm, Jacksonville. There, I guess it ain't
2: bad to think about how they did last year. That's for the they they're they're twenty they're...
0: points a game there for a, for a while. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to take Aaron Jones. I like I like Aaron Jones a lot. I think he's going to lead that Green Bay backfield. How do you see the Green Bay Packer backfield breaking down this year? I think Aaron Jones, and then um, Tom Montgomery coming there getting a little work. I think I don't think Jamal Williams gets much. I don't think Williams gets much either, man. I don't see it. I, don't, I know some people. there seems to be like a pretty even split debate, fifty-fifty, on Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams on who's going to be the 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 main ball, ball carrier there for Green Bay in an Aaron Rodgers-led Green oh, Bay Packers offense. Doesn't
2: Jeff have Jamal Williams in, um, in Dynasty?
0: Dynasty? That's why he likes Jamal That's Williams. That's why he likes it better than likes thinking. It. <laughs> That's why he likes Pat Mahomes so much this year, too, because <laughs> he's got him Dynasty. See, he's projecting on me. He's saying, like, oh, whoever, Chris likes all of his guys from his Dynasty team. No, Jeff, you like your guys from your Dynasty team, and you're projecting that onto me. So uh, yeah, no. Jeff is a Jamal Williams guy. I'm with you, Worm. I like Aaron Jones all the way in this one, and I agree. I think Tom Montgomery will have some value, uh, playing some third, playing that third down role in the Green Bay Packers offense because they're also limited at wide receiver as yeah. well. So I think Montgomery will get some catches, whether it be in the slot or on the backfield. Yeah, you know, around the ended up getting hurt. They probably put Tom Montgomery in the slot. Oh yeah, that's a given. Yeah, yeah. Cobb's one yeah. guys just go down all the time, man. Like like uh, Bradford, Gronk, you name it. <laughs> and then we got uh, another defense after you pick Aaron Jones. We got Philadelphia Eagles off the board. I would not have taken them number two. Nope. And I would not have taken them in the eighth round. Mm-mm. CJ Anderson goes off the board round eight, pick four. What are you thinking about CJ right now? Mm. I don't know if I'd pick him there. Well, I mean,
2: I'm good with him right there. I guess so. I'm looking yeah. at that guy's team, his this oh, yeah. is number one. He has Hyde and C.J. Anderson. That's horrible.
1: So, bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him.
0: Yeah, that's not uh, an ideal running back situation. <laughs> that's for sure. You would think, based <laughs> on the way this guy's drafted his running backs, you would think that he's one of the guys taking the full left Eagles defense. But I do like C.J. Anderson. I think he's going to be okay. Still had over 1,000 yards last year in a shit offense. Only three touchdowns. I think C.J. will more than double his 2017 touchdown total. I think he gets more than six touchdowns this year. Yeah, I can see that happening. Yeah, I think I think I'll get somewhere between 800 to 900 yards, and I'm going to say about seven touchdowns. All right, after CJ, you got Will Fuller, followed by another defense, Minnesota Vikings, and then Des Bryant. Des Bryant goes off the board, middle of round eight. Wow, how do you feel about that? Des Bryant going middle of round eight. He's projected at zero right now, right? He's not on the team. Yeah, he's projected at zero. Yeah, I don't know about that. I wouldn't waste a pick on him without knowing he's on the team yet. Let's say he goes to Seattle. Where would you draft Des Bryant if he were to go to Seattle? Seattle? What if he goes to Carolina? Hmm. Between six and eight. Okay. So I think Des is going to return some value if he goes to a, a favorable situation, as long as he gets an opportunity. Yeah. If he goes to Philly or something like that, I do not like. No. no. Not at all. It has to be the right situation. The right situation. After Des, you got. Los Angeles Chargers defense followed Des Bryant, and then you got the Denver Broncos defense off the board, and now I'm on the clock. The defense is all around, man. You going defense too? (laughs) Uh, No, I will not be going defense. (laughs) I think Jeff would chime in here. Where are you going, kicker? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) All Right. I'm going to go with Sammy Watkins, man. I'm going to go with Sammy Watkins, I think. I like that. Sammy Watkins could perform pretty well with pat mahomes because pat mahomes is a deep ball guy sammy Watkins has got some uh got some speed got some size tyree kill he got a ton of speed but that dude does not have the size and i think they could hurt him with pat mahomes being quarterback now tyree kills gonna be fine catching screens and taking to the house and doing what he does he'll catch some deep balls from time to time but sammy Watkins i think is the prototype wide receiver to help pat mahomes succeed so for that reason I'm going to take Sammy Watkins right here at the end of round 8 and I think he's going to play pretty decent. I think he's going to play pretty well. And after that you got the Houston Texans defense, man, long <laughs>
2: run on defense. Defense men's go off the board. Why?
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, man, then you got Matt Stafford off the board after him. And this guy comes back around round 9 pick 1 with Delaney Walker. And speaking of Gustavski Worm, here there he goes off the board. Right about that. Pick you hurt you hurt a little bit. Uh no, that does not hurt. <laughs> okay. I rarely end up with Gustowski. Usually I end up with uh, Boswell or Boswell, same Bailey or something. Ba- that's like my, my two favorites. Yeah, uh, I'm back on the clock now, and I'm gonna go running back here. I'm gonna go with Deontay Foreman for the Texans, round nine, pick three. I like Foreman. I know he's dealing with some stuff right now. I think he's gonna come back and be okay, though. And I don't think it's gonna. I don't think it's gonna be an injury that that lingers. I think he's gonna be fine. And we got a long <laughs> run of kickers right here. Next two picks, kicker, kicker, man. You got Greg Zerline off the board, followed by Justin Tucker. <laughs> and you got Trey Burton, sneaky tight ends, followed by another kicker, Matt Bryant. Wow, three kickers in the last four kickers in the last six picks. <laughs> Jordan Reed just gets drafted here. Oh, my goodness. Mm. A little bit early. Yeah. Followed by Robbie Anderson. Now, Robbie Anderson was the guy I was actually looking at over Foreman right here. I was really con- considering taking Robbie Anderson ahead, Deontay Foreman. I just thought Deontay, Deontay Foreman's upside was just too <laughs> So, great. is he
2: not going to get in trouble for anything, Robbie Anderson?
0: No, uh, the charges for Robbie Anderson were dropped. So, okay. he's good. He's in the clear now. Yeah. So, I'm good with Robbie Anderson there. <laughs> Robbie Anderson can play when he's on the field. Yeah, he can. Yeah. yeah all right. Then you got Matt Quader off the board. And Worm, you're on the clock, man. I'm going to go with Corey Davis. How do you think Corey Davis is going to do in year two? I think he's going to jump to wide receiver one there. Do you think he's uh, a wide receiver one, two, or three in fantasy this year? I think maybe low two. Low two? I like Corey Davis a lot. I want him in Dynasty. I just don't know about how he's going to do in that passing offense of Marcus Mariota. Mariota just looks so bad. Davis looked good in that playoff game against the Patriots, though. Of an upside pick. Oh, definitely. Definitely uh could be a golden ticket right there, man. Because if he if he hits, and he's got the potential to do so. If Mar plays well, Corey Davis is going to be a stud, that's for sure. After him, you got another kicker, Harrison, butt kicker. And uh then you got Jamal Williams following him, top pick of round ten. Back to me. Yeah. Oh, another me. receiver, Devontae Parker. Devontae Parker is teetering. Uh, on Lamar Miller status, for me after last Kinda year, kind of is too. He really pissed me off last he, year. He ain't angry with the with the
2: with the, uh, the ankle injury. We were at that in the Tennessee game.
0: Yeah, in October, there was the hurricane game. Yep. Yeah, like he was on the sideline running and
2: everything. And He's never come back into the game. Like we, where we were sitting, we seen we were right there by there, by the by the benches and whatever. By the tunnel. Oh, okay. By, by the now. tunnel, so you can see. Him over there on the sideline running, making sure it's okay. He's never checked back in. Mm.
0: I thought last year was going to be the year for him to do it. Yeah, especially with Cutler. But Cutler didn't, even, Cutler didn't live up to him. Well, I guess. Well, no, Cutler definitely lived up to his deal. He That's what he is. He's a garbage. Yeah, he you're right. Up. He is garbage. Yeah. I know Jay. Uh, no, Jay. I know Jeff had a boner for Jay uh, yeah. when they signed him. And he was like, oh, we got Cutler, you know. And I guess he's got that thing. Like, I guess... Teams, and people will say Cutler sucks until he goes to their team, I guess. And then it it changes. Like, yeah, yay, you got Cutler. Dude plays quarterback like an incompetent asshole. And speaking of, the expression on Cutler's face looks like that of an asshole. It looks like that of a man whose stepdad used his asshole as an ashtray growing up, smoking two packs a day, just putting out lit cigarettes right up dude's asshole. And he never wanted to talk about it. So he's got all, he's harboring all those feelings, all that shit inside of him. And then the Jay Color face, that's what happens when that shit happens. When your asshole is used as an ashtray, you end up looking like Jay Color. You end up getting that face. That's exactly how you get color faced. The whole lip pucker up he does, that's just an outward expression of his asshole pain, man. The pucker is what he wishes his asshole looked like these days. Instead of his asshole having the same consistency as DeAndre Hopkins' ashy penis when that shit was floating around back his rookie year. Remember that little ashy penis? Looked like some charred sticks. It's gross, man. Anyway, uh, Devontae Parker. He's got to be the number one this year, right? Got he he He's got to stay healthy. Yeah, and color last year really kind of favored Kenny Stills as A the season lot. went on. Yeah. 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 I think for where you took Parker, I think that's pretty solid, though, because round 10, hey, Parker could be great, man. There were some some weeks early on, you know, he looked pretty solid, you know, 14 fantasy points a game, PPR. He's an interesting guy to keep an eye on, for sure. All right, after Parker, you got Cooper Cup going off the board. Round 10, pick three. Cooper Cup, pretty solid, man, but there's a lot of mouths to feed. A lot. In that L.A. Ram offense. I don't know how much feeding Goff's going to do. Cooks, Woods, Garley. Who else they got? Well, they don't have tape on all season. But tight end. They got a pretty good tight end, too. Gerald Everett. He's decent. Yeah, that's a lot of miles, man. I think Cup would be fine, though. I think he's going to be a, you know, a wide receiver three. A decent wide receiver three. Yeah. After Cup, you got Jameson Crowder, who I think is going to be better than uh, probably Cup and Parker. The last two picks ahead of him, just because of the fact that Alex Smith is a dinker and dunker. Last year, he had a fire lit under, fire lit under his ass. And now he doesn't have that. Now he's got some money. He's gonna revert back to his little dip, dipsy do, little style of quarterback <laughs> play. You know, dip and dunk. Isn't he, yeah. they don't have a long uh, deep ball threat. They got Josh Dachson, but that dude just kind of sucks, man. He was—I had high hopes for Dachson too, but I don't think he's gonna pan out. He's, he showed, he he showed like, a little flashes, but he looks like he reminds me of Dante Stalworth. That's who Josh Doxson reminds me of—a guy that just runs out like a burner downfield, good for two catches for like seventy yards a game. That's about it. Maybe he touched on it every once in a while. Yeah. 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 Dante Starworth. That's what i compare him to. All right, after him you got um you got the LA Rams defense, followed by Jameson Crowder. followed by Duke Johnson, middle of round ten. What do you think about that one? That's your boy right there. That's that's one of my favorite players of all the time for the hurricane, but
2: nothing he can do now. My boy, he's stuck. He's he's yeah. he's nowhere to go. Buried, man. Buried. That dude is in the grave. He's buried so deep, <laughs>
0: so bad because he, he finished last year on eleventh PPR. Yeah, he, he's been solid at PPR leagues, but uh it's gonna be tough for him to find any time of because even if you look at the wide receivers, if you want to line him up in the slot or something, or you still have Landry somewhere, I mean, you got Landry there now. Yeah, Landry. You got Corey Coleman coming back, Josh Gordon. And you know what with Tyrod Taylor playing quarterback there, you're not going to be able to feed all those players. I think Josh Gordon holds the most value among the wide receivers, but I could be wrong, it could be Landry, and Gordon might just be a hit or miss play week to week. It's going to be tough, man. I know. It's going to be tough. So to to Give to me see Baker this? Mayfield cuz we know what the hell Tyrod Taylor's going to do and he's just going to F everything up for fantasy. So bring in Mayfield, who's at least a gunslinger. He I mean, he wants to be Brett Favre. We saw that oh, in yeah, draft he's night, so, yeah. Wearing this whole his whole little and kind of re- recreating <laughs> that whole uh, image from back in the day, nineteen ninety one draft, when Favre got picked by the Falcons. You got Nick Chubb, second round draft pick, ahead of him. Carlos Hyde, they just paid a lot of money to, who's I think is going to be the starter for now. As of today, man, it could be tough for Duke Johnson, man. I wouldn't mm. draft him. I wouldn't. It that just just sucks it.
3: Worry.
0: Yeah, yeah, just like I wouldn't draft James White. James White, people were high on last year. And because he had a great Super Bowl performance, 11 catches and all this other stuff. But you know what? James White was garbage last year. Barely played. He played in like, yeah, maybe three games where he was relevant. Where he actually had some decent penis production. But then, man, other than that, phew, that's Duke Johnson style. Stay stable backs. After Duke Johnson, you got Seattle defense going off the board, followed by Tariq Cohen. Seattle, huh? Yeah. Oh, my God. I just, I just kind of glossed over that with Seattle's defense. <laughs> I'll that tell would- you right now. I have Seattle's defense right number 31. Right now, among defenses. I just, they got going to have great safety play and nothing else because they don't have anything else. They've got rid of everybody. Michael Bennett, gone. Cliff Averill, gone. Richard Sherman, gone. That's three cornerstone guys that they've had for a while in that defense. It's like a Bobby Wagner, right? Yeah, you still got Bobby Wagner. But you said goodbye to Bruce Irvin the year before that, too. Yeah, so. Oh, man, I don't Legion know. of boom I ain't, I ain't there no more. It's a legion of gloom. Because that is <laughs> gloomy as hell. Like you know the, what? It is kind of cloudy in Seattle. Seattle. Yeah. <laughs> Overcast. That's Legion of Gloom now. Um, um, that's pretty good. So after Seattle's D, you got Tariq Cohen for the Bears, followed by Marshawn Lynch. I, you know, I think that's actually a decent value for Lynch in round 10. I think round 10 is kind of where he's probably a good spot for him to go. Just because I think he's, I think John Gruden's going to help the offense a little bit. I think Oakland have a better offense this year. So yeah. because of that, I think Lynch will probably have a, a better opportunity to find the end zone. I think he's going to have a better year than last year. I'll say that. After him, you got Emmanuel Sanders, who I'm taking right here, because I think Emmanuel Sanders is going to outperform Demaryius Thomas this year with Case Keenum at quarterback, because like Case Keenum's situation last year in Minnesota, Emmanuel Sanders is Adam Thielen in this scenario and now in Denver, and Demaryius Thomas is Stephon Diggs. Keenum's going to target Sanders, I believe, more than Diggs. Not to say... I mean, more than Demarius Thomas. Not to say Demarius Thomas won't have fantasy value. I just think Emmanuel Sanders is going to lead the way among Denver Bronco wide receivers. I think he's going to be the go to guy there in Denver. After that, you got Sterling Shepard for the Giants. And following that, you got Baltimore defense. Last pick of round 10. First pick of round 11. This dude comes back with a kicker. Dan Bailey followed by Ben Roethlisberger, pick 11 round two, and I'm on the clock here, and I'm going to go Cameron Meredith. My boy Cam. Yeah, formerly of the Bears, now with the Saints. I think he's going to beat Ted Ginn out for that number two spot. Oh, for sure. Yeah, and Cam Meredith with, Mark Bar- with Matt Barkley in Chicago when he was playing. Looked pretty good, man. That's who we had his long stretch of 100-yard games with. Yeah. And I think with Drew Brees, opposite Michael Thomas, I think it's gonna help both wide receivers there. I think Michael Thomas I think defense is gonna to have to account for Cam Meredith, which is gonna help Michael Thomas, and vice versa. I think it's gonna help each I think they're gonna help each other out. So I like Cam Meredith there. I think Cam Meredith will be a, a solid wide receiver too for twenty uh for oh, a lot too. Yeah. Especially
2: in Dynasty. I know that. I got him oh, for a dollar.
0: Yeah. I drafted him yeah. for a dollar. I still have like Kevin White. We'll see what he does. He's got to go. This is you might be gone after this year. We'll see. I'm, I'm going to give him through uh, through week two. I think before I finally cut his ass. This is it, Kevin White. Make a break for you, man. Uh, after Cam Meredith, you got Philip Rivers off the board, followed by Marquise Goodwin, who had a nice stretch of hundred yard games with uh, Jimmy G. I don't know about Marquise Goodwin. I think he's still going to have uh, some big weeks. I don't think it's, it's going to happen regularly. Because you got Pierre Garcon coming back, and when Garcon was there on the field with Marquise Goodwin, granted it was without Jimmy. Goodwin was pretty much MIA, and now you add um, Dante Pettis to the mix. Trent Taylor is gonna have a year of experience under his belt now. Marquise Goodwin is just gonna be a home run hitter who is gonna be kind of like Josh Dodson, like the guy we just talked about. Moving on, you got Will Lutz going after that, followed by Patrick Mahomes. Is that too early for Patrick Mahomes? He's going ahead of guys like Dak. He's going ahead of guys like uh, Derek Carr, Jameis Winston, Matt Ryan. Yeah, I think it's too high. I think it's all too high as well. There's just too much unknown there to take. Well, I guess you, if you like him, you like him. It could pay off. You it know, could. It could. That's a, that's definitely a lottery ticket right there, man. After that, you got Jake Elliott, kicker, followed by Kansas City Chiefs defense, followed by Bilal Powell. Hmm. And warm you on the clock, man. Where are you going? I'm going with carry on Johnson. All right, man. I like that one. I like that one. Like I said, <laughs> I think he's going to be the main guy there in Detroit. Yeah, i seen something about they might cut um, Abdullah. They need to cut Abdullah's ass. Heck yeah. Oh, Abdullah ain't fooling nobody. He was so bad last year. When has he been good? He College was good. His rookie year uh, in preseason the Jets team. had that strong defensive line, he had like six yards per carry, and I was sold. I was like, "Damn!" I was like, "He did that against the Jets D when the Jets D was actually good." And uh, I was like, "Man, this dude might be somebody." And it turned out that that was just that was like a real fluke, man. So he was good for one preseason game. Yeah. Um. Okay. After on Johnson, you got Jordy Nelson. End of round eleven. I think it's a good spot for him. Yeah. And this dude comes back and picks up Nick Chubb, round twelve, pick one, followed by Nelson Aguilar. I like that pick a lot too, man. I think Aguilar's pretty safe there with uh, with Carson Wentz or Nick Falk. Matt, who starts you. here? Thank you. Oh my bad. Hold on. After <laughs> Nick Chubb, Worm, you're on the clock. I'm going with Nelson Aguilar. I like that pick, man. Why'd you pick Aguilar? Because I think with either with Foles or Wentz, he played played pretty good. Yeah, I agree, man. Aguilar, I think is pretty solid. I think he's definitely, I think he's a very safe wide receiver three. But I think he's got, he's gonna have some weeks where he's a wide receiver one. Oh yeah. And uh, I think he could be, he could finish as a wide receiver two, man. He definitely could. A lot of mouths to feed though, with uh, Mike Wallace, Alshon Jeffrey. But uh, Aguilar is the main guy there. I think, I think he's gonna get I, the most targets. I think
2: um, Wallace just takes that. Um, Torrey Smith. Like
0: that. Oh yeah, no, I agree. I think that's it. Yeah. I don't think he, Aguilar. I don't think it's gonna. It's gonna. Hurt Jeffrey or Aguilar. Yeah, I agree. I don't think so, either. Um, Yeah, no, I like Aguilar a lot. I think he's going to be solid this year, like he was last year for the most part. After him, you got Dak Prescott, who uh, I think is way too high, considering he's going to be throwing to Tom, Dick, and Harry uh, for the Cowboys wide receivers, man. After that, you got Chris Boswell, kicker for the Steelers, followed by Matt Ryan, followed by Tyler Eifert. Jameis Winston now off the board. Andrew Luck off the board late in round twelve. Did that hurt you a little bit? Yeah, I was actually thinking about taking him out there. I like Andrew Luck a lot. I know you're still uh not sold yet. You wanna see him throw the ball. I wanna see well, him I'm throw a real you. football. No, I'm telling you, I just wanna see him I just hey, wanna see, you I the see reports, him to be starting a game. That's once all
2: I, I see need. him throw real football,
0: then I'm I'm back on the luck
2: string. All right.
0: After luck you got O. J. Howard and I'm up and I'm gonna go tight end right here and I'm gonna go with David and Joku for the Cleveland Browns. Tyrod Taylor, throughout his history, he's always been a tight end kind of guy. And yeah. I think David Njoku is going to be pretty damn solid, man, this year. I think he's going to definitely bust out this year. He's my breakout tight end candidate. Me too, I like him. Yeah, I like him a lot. Hurricane. He's a freak, too. Like, he's like, you wouldn't think he played tight end. Oh, yeah, no, he was hands down. He was the number one tight end coming out of the draft ahead of Edmund Ingram. And that was a deep tight end draft they had last year, too. Yeah. I mean,. Yeah, but this guy was, you know, by far and away, uh, clear and above everybody else when it came, you know, when we entered the draft. And uh, I thought last year he had a chance, too. I thought last year he had a chance. I actually took him in our PPR league because I waited till like, round 15 before I took a tight end. And I, I was like, I'll take Joku. Yeah, yeah. In the PPR league. And um I started for two weeks. Then I moved on. But uh this is the year, though. I think this is the year that Njoku takes uh, a big step. Almost Eifert-esque when I called that one a few years back. Oh. Um, yeah.
2: If Iver's healthy, man, he is. He's on yeah. serious.
0: Yeah, he is. Even last
2: year, a couple of games he played was healthy extra actually were decent.
0: Yeah, oh yeah, no. I mean, when he's on the field, he's good. Just like, I'd uh, say like Greg Olson. Yeah. I mean, he's not, he's not Gronk, but I mean, he's, you know, he's kind of like Zach Ertz uh, when healthy, I guess. Because, um, what you wouldn't think, because that year he had the 14 touchdowns. He wasn't really like a PPR guy so much. Yeah. But then just two years ago, fucking PPR machine. He's got like eight, nine catches a game. Well, Eifert? Before he went down with injury for the year. Yeah. So, uh, no, I like Eifert too. But um, anyway, after I picked, after I took, and David. Uh, speaking of David. double, he will appear. <laughs> he Riddick. Exactly. Yeah. After, taking, <laughs> after I take David and Joku, yep, you're right, man. Here comes Theo Riddick, <laughs> followed by Deshaun Jackson. Mm, I don't like that one. Mm-mm. And uh, round 13, pick one, Jack Doyle and Kelvin Benjamin off the, off the board. And I guess I'm going to go quarterback here since I missed out on Andrew Luck in the last round, round 12. So round 13, pick three, I'm going to go with either Derek Carr or Eli Manning. I'm going to go with Eli Manning just because the all the weapons he's got over there. I like him. All he's got to do is just dunk Just little soft little pass, man, to Saquon Barkley and let him go 60. I like Eli Manning a lot this year for 2018. I think he's going to be a top 12 quarterback. I agree with you. Yeah. After that, LeGarrette Blunt off the board, followed by George Kittle, another 10 in to like for 2018. I think he's going to be pretty solid in PPR leagues with Jimmy G back there. Uh, Josh Dawson follows him. That's kind of a lottery ticket, I guess. Mm-hmm. Marquise League. I think that's great value right there. Round 13, middle round 13. Yeah. Yeah, number one receiver in Jacksonville. Solid year last year. Wide receiver two most weeks. And after him, you got Eric Ebron off the board, followed by Marcus Mariota. Rashard Matthews, another solid pick there. And Worm, you're on the clock. I'm going to take my defense now. Okay. New Orleans. Yeah, New Orleans Saints. All right. Alex Smith follows that. And this dude comes back around... Round 14, pick one, goes to Cameron Brait. And you are back on the clock?
2: I'm going to take my ticket now, I guess. Uh, Robbie Gold. Oh, so you didn't auto-pick that one? I did, but might as well fake it out. <laughs> All right.
0: Robbie Gold. All right. Charles Clay goes after that, followed by James White. Latavius Murray, middle of round 14. How do you feel about Latavius Murray? Do you think he has any value with, as long as Dalvin Cook's healthy?
2: Maybe a little bit. Maybe they... Uh, might be a push. It might be like Kamara and Kamara like and uh, Ingram last year.
3: They yeah.
0: have that little... I don't, I don't think he's going to see... Well, you know what? No. I, I think he'll see some... I don't think he's going to be shut out like he was before the Delvin Cook injury. Well, he, he was just, still dealing with that with, wherever he Yeah, was. he was. He was coming back from injuries. So. I, I think he'll... I, I think he's get, too good not to get some touches. Yeah. I, I don't think he's going to yeah, I think he was going to get plenty of time, even with Delvin Cook, because Delvin Cook, I don't think he can carry a full workload. I think he's too small for that. Yeah, so I, th- I think Timbers Murray will see the field. After him, he got Ty Montgomery for the Packers. I think it's a pretty solid value pick in PR leagues. Jerry Cook follows him, followed by Corey Clement, who a lot of people are high on. I am not high on Corey Clement. What, no. How do you feel about him? I think he's going to be behind on um, the Jai. <laughs> Oh, definitely, definitely, and Philly also re-signed Darren Sproles. I wouldn't, I wouldn't consider running back the running backs in Philly. Oh, I, I would take a jog, but I wouldn't want to. Yeah, I, I probably oh, won't be you dragging take a him. Around, where would I take him at? If he was in round five, I I consider taking him. If I need, if I took wide receivers early, hmm. but uh, I wouldn't feel good about it. In all likelihood, I will not be owning any Philadelphia running back either. No, no. Uh, okay, after after Corey Clement, you got Deidu Westbrook. He kind of intrigues me a little bit, man. I kind of like Deidu. Definitely got some confidence. Uh, he all all the shit he was talking last year. I think he's going to be the number two opposite Marquise Lee, taking Alan Hearn's role. I think you know. I think Westbrook could be. I think. Uh, I think he could be okay. With, uh, round fourteen, I think is good value. I think it's a lottery ticket, pretty much. Yeah. You know, it all depends on Blake Portals and how he plays too. And does he take one step closer to what he was a few years back or a couple years back? Or does he Oh no, it was a few years back. Holy shit, man. Damn, time flies. Oh I my mean, god, twenty eighteen. Holy shit. Uh yeah. You know, it DJ Westbrook, his value really hinges on Blake Portals. Just like Adam Robinson did for a long time. All right, after that, we got the All right, after Westbrook, I'm on the clock and I'm gonna go with I'm going to take my defense right here. And let's see. The defense is on the board right now. you got New York Giants, Atlanta Falcons, Chicago Bears, Green Bay Packers, Cardinals, Steelers, Panthers, Patriots. I'm going to go with the Cleveland Browns defense as my defense. They were pretty decent last year. I think they're going to have a better offense, clearly. It can't be any worse than they were last year. Oh, my God. And... I think they're going to slow the game down. I think defense is going to take another step forward. they got Denzel Ward over there. I think Cleveland's – I'm going to take Cleveland. I'm going to take Cleveland 14. I'm going to be okay with it. I think Cleveland's going to be a top-12 defense this year. After that, you got Austin Hooper, tight end for the Falcons off the board, followed by Derek Carr for the Oakland Raiders, one of the guys I was considering at quarterback. I just like Eli Manning's weapons better. Last round, round 15, Patriots defense off the board, followed by Carolina. I'm gonna go kicker here. I'm gonna go with Kai Forbath for the Minnesota Vikings. Defenses to follow that. You got a run on defenses here. You got obviously Pittsburgh. So defenses after that, you got Pittsburgh, Arizona, Green Bay, Chicago, Atlanta, and tight ends goes after that. You got Mike Kosicki from the Dolphins off the board. Whom I like a lot. I think Mike Kosicki's gonna be really good. Yeah, that's an fault to me. I also like Hayden Hurst. That's another guy I kind of like. Yeah. For red zone production, anyway. New York Giants defense off the board, and we're on, you're on the clock for your last pick. Where are you going? Michael Gallup. Don't fat lottery ticket. I like it. Solid pick, man. <laughs> and Mason Crosby will close out the 2018 fantasy football mock draft. Next week, we will begin to release our updated 2018 fantasy football rankings. We're going to break it down position by position so we can provide an in depth look into each fantasy football position group. Check out The Sports Bin, brand new sports talk show keeping you informed on the latest in the world of sports. You can find them at fantasysportsstudios.com, like ourselves. You can also find them in other places as well, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Google Play Music, TuneIn, Stitcher, what have you. Check them out, The Sports Bin. Those dudes are effing awesome. Been sports radio pros for a long time. Time worm Celtics in five, baby. All right, y'all. Till next week, see ya.
1: Thank you for listening to another episode of The Flex. Subscribe on iTunes and Google Play Music. Visit fantasysportsstudios.com to get your fantasy sports fix and interact with the show. Email the show at The Flex at fantasysportsstudios.com.